Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Beis. We are in the middle of Siftes. But before we continue where we're up to in Siftes, I want to go back to a Bir Halacha in Sifches that will be Nogea to what we're going to learn tonight. And just to review what we learned in Sifches to understand the Bir Halacha, on page 84 on the bottom, the Mechaber said in Sifches that we need the cloth to be tanned in Afatzim or in Sid, and it has to be tanned Lashma, and it's good to speak out with your, with your lips in the beginning of the tanning that you're doing it Lashem Tvilin. So I want to jump down to the Bir Lacha, the last line on page 84. The Bir Lacha on the bottom line, Betchilas Ha'ibud. We said in the beginning of the tanning, you should say that you're doing it Lashma. What if a person didn't do it? That's the question. So the Bir Lacha, it's a very large Bir Lacha. I want to do three or four lines in the beginning and then a few lines towards the end and then we're going to go back to tonight's material. So the Bir Lacha says in the last line of 84, Sof Ha'ibud Lashma. You're supposed to do the beginning of the Ibu Lashma and everything follows after that. But if you only did the Sof Ibu Lashma, so then Ayin Lakamon Besiftes, which we're going to see tonight, She Beirarnu Shom Dahataz Biyaradeya Svirulay Demahani. Dahataz holds that even if you do it at the end, that also will be okay. He argues with the Taz and says, it's really a suffix if just Lashma at the end works, and to say the end retroactively shows about the beginning. So that's not so Pashat. And the Gran Hachosit says the same thing, that it is a suffix if we could say the Lashma at the end works for the beginning. So says the Chavetz Chaim that it appears to be that even so, though there are these opinions that say it's a suffix, we should not be machmir b'dievet since there are those who are mekel. So b'dievet, if you had kavanah l'shma only at the end of the ibud, that would be okay b'dievet. That's where the Bialacha comes out. Now I want to skip down to about ten lines up from the skinny lines. At the end of the line it says, Hayotze midvarenu. So read a few more lines. Hayotze midvarenu. What comes out from what we're saying here is, if one forgot to put the leathers inside the lime Lishma, and you realize that while it was tanning, while it still had a shame diftera, didn't get a shame klaf, meaning the tanning was not done yet. You realize it in the middle of the tanning. What you should do is you should take it out of the Sid, and then re-put it back in the Shem Tefillin. That's what one should do. Like you said before, if you only have the Shema Kavan at the end, but the evidence is okay. So if you're in a situation where you didn't say or think the Shema in the beginning, and now it's in the middle of doing the tanning, you should take it out and put it in, at least have the Shema at the end, and that would be good. But says the Chavetz Chaim, this is only if you have the thoughts of Lishma during the actual Ibud, even if it's at the end. But if you start thinking Lishma only after the Ibud, when you're fixing up the cloth, getting ready to write, the kadomer, like when you're smoothing it out with a certain type of stone, or when you're making the lines, or when you're coloring the ritzuos, so they should be black. 
If only then you think Lishma, Zeb Vaday Lomahani. That for sure won't work. So to summarize, what we see here in the Berlach is that ideally, like the Machaber says, you should say Lishma in the beginning, or B'diavad, think Lishma in the beginning, but if you forget, then you should take it out of the Sid and put it back in, at least for the end part of making the Oros ready for, for cloth while the process of Ibar is going on and have the end being Lishma, that works. But once the Ibar is done and you're on the later stage, the Kavanah Lishma is not going to help you for the Ibar. It's too late. These, these cloth are going to be puzzled. Now let's go back to Siftes. Again, on page Mem Gimel, we said yesterday that if a guy does the Ibar, according to the Rambam, it's puzzled even if the Israel is telling him to be Ma'abed Lishma. And the Rosh says it's kosher if the Israel is Omer Al-Gabal instructing him to do a Lishma. And he's helping him. And the Ramah Yeradon, he's helping him a little bit in the Ibud. Now we're turning the page. We're on page 86 now. The Chenohagim. And the Ramah Yeradon, that is the Minog. The Minog is that we rely on the Rush, that if the Jew is standing over the guy when he's doing the tanning, he's instructing him to do Lishma, and he helps out a little with the Ibud. That's the Chavchila, as we saw yesterday in the Mishabura. He helps him out with the Ibud. Then it will be okay. That is the Minog. So now we're picking up in the Mishabura in Sifkatan Lamid, top line in the Mishabura on page 86. The Minog, and then we're going to get to new topics tonight. In case anyone had enough of the Ibud. So says the Mishabura, The Minog according to the words of the Achronim, is to do as follows. The Jew himself should put the leathers inside the lime Lishma. And then if he wants to leave and he wants to instruct the guy to take over, he should tell the guy that any other malach of the ibud, let's say he takes it out and puts it back in, whatever else he's going to do, having to do with the ibud, he instructs the guy to do it lishma. But it's after the Jew already started the maisa lishma. And then the guy can take it out by himself. And he can fix it up. Then you don't have to stand over him. You don't have to help him. As long as you did the initial placement of the or in the Sid Lishma and you instructed the guy afterwards to do whatever he's going to do Lishma, you're good to go. However, But if you do the first step correctly, meaning you put the Oros in the Sid Lishma, but the low Omar Klum Laakum, you didn't say anything to the guy who is taking over for you. This needs already investigation. It's not so pashut. The Beis Yosef is lenient and he says, even according to the Rambam, that will be okay because you did the beginning of the Mais of the Ibu Dushma. So that's a more problematic scenario, but you can be lenient b'diyevet. Now, if you look at No. 50, it just points out from the Chazanish, Chazanish writes, Once you put it in and you did a l'shma, even if you didn't instruct the guy for anything, Even if the guy takes over, we assume the the resulting continuain is stumma the ain't sarach machshavas lishma mufreshes, and you don't need any specific thoughts of doing a lishma. So the this again is the same achlokas we've seen over and over again between the chavetz chaim 
and the Chazanish, the Chavaz Chaim holds that if another person takes over, they also have to have a Kavanah Lashma. And the Chazanish says, once the first person has a Kavanah Lashma, that continues. And therefore the Chazanish is more lenient over here, that once you put it in Lashma, you don't have to worry about what he's going to do afterwards, because we assume it's, mis- it's Stama Lashma. Let's finish up this Mishabura, and then we'll go to the next sift. We're by the 50, in the, the right smack in the middle of the Mishabura is on page 86. If the Jew helped out the Goya a little bit at the end of the process, and with that helping out, it completed the tanning process. But he never told the guy anything about doing it It doesn't help. Just helping him out at the end without telling him ever to do anything lishma is not good. The misayeya embo mamish because just helping a little bit is not considered anything. That's only if when you help out at the end, you don't do anything on your own, you're doing it actually with the guy together. That's when it's not going to be good if that's all you do, is with the guy together at the end, and you didn't instruct him of Lishma at all. But if the Jew completes the process of the Eber by himself without any help from the guy, like for example, the Jew takes out the Oros from the line. Before the Ibad is done. And then he puts it back in the Siddhashma. Then we're lenient, like we just saw in the Biralacha. That was a Taz. It says you could be lenient. And we should not protest against those who have the custom to be lenient like their words, Kemosha Beiranu Bibiralacha. Like we just saw in the Biralacha at the end of Sif Ches. Okay, now let's move on to the next Halacha. Halacha Yud. Halacha Yud is discussing after you did the Ibud, and now you're giving the Oros over to a guy. So how do you know the guy is not going to switch you with other oros that were not were not ubud lishma? How do you know? Just like when you're sending meat with a, through a guy, there has to be a simon on it that it, that is kosher, right? It has to be wrapped. It has to they have the the seal of the hashgacha over it or, or two simanim. You need two simanim. So how do you know if the, if you put the guy like let's say you, you started off or you did the whole ibud and now it somehow it finds itself for a certain kufa in the hands of a guy? What do you do to guarantee that that's going to be the oros that you actually did the shmoni? He doesn't switch it. So in Sif Yud, the Mechaber says, top line in the Mechaber of 86, When you make a sign with holes, with the Marzea, that's the instrument that you make holes in the, in the Nirza's ears, in the Evid's ears, when he wants to stay as an Evid. So when you make the holes in the Oros, Kein Osios, in the shapes of letters, Even though it's very easy for the guy to forge it, We're not concerned. Mishum de Mirtas Ha'eno Yehudi Penyakir Yisrael Betfios Ayin, because we assume the guy is afraid to mess around, because the Jew might recognize it with his uh, with his eye, who recognizes it. So even though, though he he could forge it theoretically, the way he could forge it is he could take the leathers with the holes in it and put another piece of leather, leather underneath it and just make holes in the bottom leather, and then he could take you out and give you the other leathers. But we're not worried about that because we assume he's afraid to do that. But look at the Mishabura. First of all, look at the Biralacha. In the second wide line, we said you make the sign in Osios like letters. The reason is, The reason we're making the sign like we mentioned is so that the guy won't switch it with other leathers. But you have to make the sign of the holes in the, in the form of letters. 
But just making holes alone for a sign without in the form of letters, that will not be good. Look at the beginning of the next Be'alacha. We're not concerned he's going to be Mezayef. How would he be Mezayef? Like we mentioned, that will put the or with the holes in it on top of another piece of leather. And he'll just poke through the same letters. So on that, the Mechaber said that we are not concerned. So look at the now the Mishavura and Sifkadon Lamed Aleph. He's not concerned because of the Tfiyas Ayin, because of the recognition of the eye of the Jew. Shenosam b'Simonim, that he gave it Simonim. O she'elu hanekavim nasu yoser mechadash me'elu. Or he's afraid the Jew will recognize that the other holes that he put in the other oros are newer holes. And the Jew will therefore recognize it. And therefore he's afraid to mess around. However, there are those who say sheyichtov barosh bifnim b'mekom shein derech laabed harosh v'yeshar haksavar achar haibud. Some say that you should do a different siman. You should not do the sign of the mechaber because they are concerned that he could be mezayefit and he might not be so afraid. Rather, you should do some kind of ksiva. You should write something on the top of the letter le- leathers on the inside in a place where it doesn't get tanned, so it will not get ruined and it will remain. What you benefit is it won't get ruined in the tanning and the guy won't even know it's there. Somehow in, in the middle of the leather, you rip it open a little bit and inside you write a sign and that would be easier to recognize because the guy won't know about it, he can't forge it. And you shouldn't do, according to this Yesh Omrim, you should not do what the Mechaber says because of the concern that he may be forging it. And the Meshavur comes out that B'dyevid one can be leaning like the Shulchan Aruch and he can rely on the holes that are made in the shapes of letters. Let's go weiter in the Mechaber Sif Yud Aleph. Or she'ivdo she'lo l'shmo Leathers that were tanned not l'shem tefillin im yesh tikon l'achzor la'abdo l'shmo If one is able to go back again and to tan it again l'shem tefillin yizbayr betur yaradeya simen reish ayin Aleph. That's explained by the tour in Yaradeya. Simon Reish Ayin Aleph. There's no Mishabur on this, but if you look in the Berhetev, in Sifkat and Tazvav, he writes, in Simon Reish Ayin Aleph, the Torah says, that you can go back and fix it up. It's, it sounds like the Ibud is totally done. And as we just saw in the Bir Alacha, that once the Ibud's done, you're finished. The only way you could save the Ibud from not being done Lishma is if while it's still Diftura, before the Ibud is done, you take it out and you put it in Lishma. It sounds from over here that what the tour is holding in Yaradeya is that if the Ibud was completed totally, you still can put it back in. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like it's a little different than the Biralacha, but it's not clear. It could be he means could be means the same thing that you can put it back in if it's still in the process, but that's not very clear. But let's go now to a a new topic. Sif Yud Bez. This is a topic that we've touched upon before. The cloth should be made out of the skins of animals or birds that are kosher. Kosher animals, tahar animals. Even if these animals are not allowed to be eaten because they are in the vela, they got killed without a shechita, or they were a trefa. We saw one of the simanim was messed up inside. So they're kosher animals, but they can't be eaten because the animal happens to be a trefa in the vela. That's okay. That's still considered 
a kosher animal, because the animal lemais is kosher, you just can't eat it for a side reason, but it's a kosher animal, the leathers can be made out of that kosher animal. But you can't make the cloth from the skins of animals or birds that are non-kosher. And where do we learn this from? It's from a Pasuk Diksiv. As the Pasuk says by Tefillin, Leman Tia Torah Sashem Beficha. In order that the Torah of Hashem should be in your mouth. And they make a drasha, Mimin HaMutter Leficha. It has to be made with a type that's mutter they put in your mouth. What do you mean, Leman Tia Torah Sashem Beficha? So it means, I mean, obviously the Torah should be in your mouth, you should be speaking Torah, but they make a drasha that what it means that the Torah should be in your mouth, it should be made, the tefillin should be made, the Sefer Torah should be made with a type of cloth and type of, we'll see other things also, from something that is mutter to go into your mouth, i.e. from a kosher animal. However, you cannot make the cloth from the skin of a fish, even if it's a kosher fish, because the fish skin is, is very slimy. It's not good for uh, for a cloth. That is Sif Yud and there is no Mishabur on that. And now we'll go, we'll do one more Sif. Sif Yud Gimel. HaKlaf Sholem. The cloth should be complete. There should be no little holes in the cloth where the dio does not go over it. Meaning that the letter that has the hole by it should not look like it's split in the middle. We'll see the Mishra will explain it very clearly what's going on over here. But if you have a hole in the cloth where the dio is not going to cover over it, as we'll see, so that's going to be a problem because we don't want the letter to look like it's two letters. So if you look at the Mishabura on the next page, it starts in Sifkat and Lama Beis, the last word on 86, L'shtayim. But turn the page, he explains everything. Says the Mishabura on the first Mishabura on page Memdalud, Shu Koton Kolkach, Achekeshemavir Olov Bakumus Nistam Haneke Bidyo. It's going to be okay to have a hole in the cloth if the hole is so small that when you write over it with the kumus, with the quill, the ink, the dio, is going to close up the hole. But if you have a, a, a hole, hole that's so small and you put the dio over it, the dio will actually close it up a little bit and it will be covered. That will be okay. And you won't even feel the hole with the quill. In other words, it goes right over it. You don't even notice that it's there. And it covers up the hole with the dio, and you don't feel it in the kumus that you hit a bump or you hit an edge, you don't notice it. That's gonna be okay. Kosman love, that kind of hole you can write over, no problem. Even though a little bit of dio fell on that place where the hole is, Vinira Nekev Shemesh, Kosher. And even though you could see a small hole, if you put it up to the sun, it's kosher. In other words, most of the cloth has cloth and dio on top of it. This little teeny hole, it was so small that when you wrote over it, you didn't even feel that it was there with the kumus, and the dio covered it over, that if you look at it now, it looks like there's no hole. But if you would hold it up to the sun, you would see that that part has no cloth under it. It's just, it's just dio. Yeah, there's, nothing, there's nothing there. There's no cloth under it. It's still kosher. Now, there's a very interesting note over here. If you look at note 54, very interesting. He says, If it's this kind of hole, that it's so small, again, that the ink covers it over, and you don't feel it with the quill, even if it splits the, even if it's like a long skinny hole, 
and it splits the letter into two, it's still going to be okay. Ubetam adover kosov amikdosh maat shemiachar shebederach hakriya haregila lo nikar sheishefsek. Since by a regular reading, without holding up to the sun, you do not recognize anything different, any 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 break in the letter. Ein zeh choshev hefsek. It's not considered hefsek. Ve'ein lehischashev b'mash nikar hanekev keneged hashemesh. And we don't have to worry how it looks if you hold it up to the sun. Don't hold it up to the sun. And here he says a very interesting thing. So the Dovev Meisharim learns from this halacha that any halacha that is totally on our vision you should not be using a magnifying glass at all. Bain Lakula Bain Lakhumra, whether it's to be lenient or to be machmir, the ain hochim ella acha rias ayan regila. We only go after what a regular eye can see. The chain pasta bashan shiva levi, and we saw this same idea when we learned Tilchos Lulov. When it came to the Esra, we saw Posik after Posik who said you do not need to take a magnifying glass. And here he's saying this is the source, because the fact is if you would hold it up to the sun, you would see there's no cloth there, it's a problem, it's a hole. But you don't have to hold it up to the sun. Since if you have it down with the rest uh, on the table, and you have it written over that hole, and the ink covered it up, it looks covered, you're good to go. Yeah, that that is a big controversy. Uh, so the question was about bug checking. So that's yeah, that's why some posting by the, by the water because you can only see it with a microscope. Yeah, some say. Right. No, holding up to the sh- no, but in other words, here you don't here. Yeah, here the the cloth looks smooth because the ink covered it over, so so it's fine. There's there's no hole right now. Now if you hold it up to the sun, you see there's a hole. You're not you're not required to do that. You see now that it's that smooth. It looks fine. Look at my lattice. It doesn't. I don't see any bugs. But you're at home the light. Maybe I'll see a little bug there. Everything, but, uh, same. Okay, but it could. Okay, I'm not going to answer your question. I hear I hear what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> that was the case of a woman. Yeah, okay, I, I, I hear what you're asking. <laughs> okay, let, let's finish with Shibura. It's a question. I'll have to bring in Rabbi Carr to, to explain to us the different shitas when it comes to checking for bugs, how, how far you have to go in terms of that. But let's see the Mishabura right there. So we said so far that assuming the hole is so small that you don't feel it with the, with the, with the kumus, <laughs> And the ink is able to cover it over, that will be okay. I read in a book that if you see something, then you're allowed to use a magnifying glass to see what it is. Okay, that I hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you yeah. see something in the film, then you can hold it up to light to see right. something. Okay, that makes sense. You, just, you don't have to hold it up to light. You don't have to check it now in that way if you don't if you're not choshish anything. Okay, says the Mishavura Vaita, we're in the third line. Avo. Im nikav kolkach. If the hole is so big, she'ein hadio over our love. Now that's not to be so big, but it's, it's big enough that the dio doesn't cover it when you go over it. Puzzle. That's puzzle. That hole is puzzle in the cloth. Why? Sha'os nires chaluka l'shtayim al yado. Because the letter looks like it's split in two because of the hole. Vafilu imanekev be'emza ovi ha'os begago ovi recho. Even if the hole, let's take the a reish. So a reish has a gag, it has a roof, and it has a yerech, it has a, like the leg, a thigh. So either the hole is in the middle of the roof, 
In other words, it's surrounded by ink. It's a little hole in the middle. Or it's in the middle of the thigh where it's surrounded by ink. Udioma kifa mikolt sad. And the dio is covering at all sides. There's a hole in the middle, but it's covered on all sides by the dio. It's puzzle. It's still puzzle. Vafilu im ad makom anekev yesh tsuras os. And even if till you get to where the hole is, you already have a tsuras os, meaning you have the reish. So it's at the very end of the, of the top of the reish. And even if you didn't have that, you have enough of a tsura of a reish, even without that part. Still, it's going to be puzzle. So that's very machmir. If the hole is big enough that the ink won't cover over it, so then even if the hole is in a place of the letter where it's surrounded by, by dio, and it's a place in the letter where it's not even necessary to have the, the dio there, because you had enough of a letter before you got to that place, it's puzzle. However, it says in Mishibura, this is only if the hole was there before you started writing. But if after you wrote the letter, somehow the cloth got ripped with such a hole in the middle of the letter and it breaks it in two, mm-hmm. then we look, if you talk about the tzuras ha'os till you get to the place where the hole is, it's kosher. Because the hole came after you wrote it. Like we'll see shortly in Sif Tazayim. But look at note 55, a very important note over here. Note 55, he brings down, What is the reason why that Bishas the Ksiva, it's a problem, but after the Ksiva, it's not a problem? Says the note 55, The whole reason why the whole Maklaf is a Psul, Even though you have the proper size of the letter, letter that is nicker till you get to where the hole is, Because the Os now it doesn't have Hekev Gvil. Because that part of the letter that is adjacent so the hole is not surrounded by the gvil. Remember we learned in the last couple of days that every letter has to be, the letters can't be touched, it has to be hekev gvil, it has to be surrounded by the cloth, that's the, the regular cloth all over. And here if you have a hole in the middle, so that part of the letter is, is lacking in its hekev gvil. And we're to see later on, it's Shem on Sunday, that hekev gvil is only a, an issue b'shas ksiva. Therefore, if you have this hole in the letter, Bishas Ksiva, right, before you write the letter, then it's a problem, it's a chisar and hekef vil. But if you wrote the letter and it was fine, and then the hole is created afterwards, then we're not, we're not concerned with hekef vil, and therefore it will be kosher. But if you wrote the letter on a place where there was a hole, even if the hole is surrounded by the dio, and the hole is already to the side, so you have a, you have a recognizable letter till you get to that point. You don't really need that point. It's still going to passel if it was there because you don't have Hekavil. If it happens after the Ksiva, it's not a problem because we do not require Hekavil after the Ksiva was already done Bikashras. We'll stop here. We'll continue on Sunday. Starting on Sunday, Yeshua will be 15 minutes earlier for the next couple of weeks. Instead of 9 o'clock, it will be 8.45 in this room. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasIlluminated.org.